Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome to Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX by 10 Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas, coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years, and happy to say so. All sorts of high school football for you here in hour number one, then all sorts of college football for you in hour number two, and We'll maybe talk some Major League Baseball as well. Plus, we'll talk some Grizz soccer. We'll do our prep extra, get you the prep scoreboard from last weekend. We'll also hear from Zach McRae, the head coach of the Dillon Beavers. They are undefeated, number two in Class A. Guess what? They play number one, Hamilton, on Friday night. And this is a clash between two former all-time great Dillon Beavers. McRae was the quarterback and a multi-sport standout there at Dillon, a senior in 2007. His group, the last group before Lewistown last year to go undefeated in both football and basketball. The head coach of Hamilton High School, Bryce Carver, also a Dylan Beaver great. His dad, Brett, is still the offensive line coach in Dylan. So it's sort of a family affair when Dylan and Hamilton take each other on. And uh, oh, by the way, these are the last two undefeated teams in Class A. So Coach McCray will join us to let us know uh, how it's been going. The. Uh, the way that they've been able to get to 5-0 and and preview the showdown on Friday night. We also have Pete Hamill from Vertical Rays swinging by about 4.30. We got our Class AA Vertical Rays Player of the Week. Fun one, as always. And then we'll have our Treasure State Stars highlighting a variety of the top individual performances from around the state of Montana, including on the golf front, some pretty impressive victories and rounds from uh, both the AA and A boys and girls state golf tournaments. Hour number two, we'll take a look at UC Davis. Just the ins and outs of what the Aggies got as Montana makes their way down to Davis, California. Huge game for both teams. Absolutely the game of the week in the Big Sky Conference. I don't know why this is, but about half the league has buys this week. And, so, uh, and then about half the league has buys in two weeks as well. I don't know if the league planned that. I actually need to reach out to the league office and see... Uh, if that is the case, we'll hear from Chris Chitavitsky about 5.15. Then about 5.30, our Grizz Star of the Week, Ronald Jackson, will join us. He's a corner uh, defensive back. He's played a little corner. He's played a little safety. And uh, he's playing pretty well. He had his first career interception as a Grizzly, former transfer from Akron. 
And uh, this is the first time talking to this guy. So uh, we'll catch up with, they call him RJ, Ronald Jackson, about 530 uh, as well. So there you go. That's your show outlook here on Nuanas Now. You want to be a part of the show? You certainly can. Uh, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Safford, just come in here just for a minute because I want to get the lowdown on something anyways. Jeff Safford's back in the house. Uh, by the way, Great job on Grizz Hockey on uh, on Saturday night. I love. I was listening to you all night long. It was awesome. Good job. You've definitely learned way more about hockey. So, did you feel more comfortable? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, starting year two with Grizz Hockey should be a fun season. And uh, if you were there on Saturday, it was another fun atmosphere there inside the Glacier Ice Arena, packed house, and some new young talent also sure. showing out from Montana. So, kind of a mix of. Youth and guys that you'd expect to show out if you've been watching Grizz Hockey the last couple of years. Players like Axon, Jackson, Knutson, um, Hank Morrison, a couple solid players. But also this kid, Ben Kramer, is out of Columbus, Wisconsin. Looked great on Saturday. Well, the reason I called you in here is Jeff was delivering the outline, so thank you. Uh, but I also wanted to get the lowdown uh, on the baseball playoffs. We're going to have a, a baseball-heavy show tomorrow. We're going to do an ESPN roundtable. I haven't even told these guys about it, but they're going to prepare some fun storylines and some fun facts, and we'll just do like a three-way ESPN roundtable uh, all about the baseball playoffs. But I know we were cutting into uh, a game as we came on the air. So, Andrew, what I, I was listening to the, the game. I was only driving for about five minutes on the way here. Though. What game did we cut into to, uh, right when we went on the air? We actually didn't even cut into oh, so it because it was over. The, the Tampa Bay-Texas game right. had just ended. Okay, so that's, that, that's what I was wondering because I, I thought I was listening to a game, but then I see that it's final. So the Rangers beat the Rays 4 nothing. The other game that's going on right now is the Blue Jays and the Twins. Uh, so give me the scoop on this, Safford. You're Mr. Baseball. Uh, so it used to be wild card games. Now it's Correct. wild card series. Correct. It, you and I like this format I miss a this lot somehow. better. <laughs> yes, where the it used to be the first couple of years they started messing around with this wild cards series where it was a one of. And I remember watching in the 2000s, watching the Giants playing in these wild card games where it was the game against. Pittsburgh immediately comes to mind when 2014, where it was one game for the whole shebang to advance to the next round, where now it's a best of three series where Tampa hosting all three games. So think of it as a three-game series like from the regular season where it's staying in one ballpark, except now Texas a 1-0 lead if they win tomorrow then they move on to the division series. But there will be no game in Arlington. This is all going to be in Tampa. All, all in Tampa Bay, correct. Wow. Okay, so this is interesting. So, But you like this better? Surely like this better than the one-of situation, especially thinking about how Tampa Bay just played. They right. committed f- four errors. Um, their glass now is solid starting pitcher, walks five guys. They didn't have a sellout crowd. There was under 20,000 oh, people geez. at this game. So you're thinking like, ugh, just all kind of unraveling for Tampa. And at least for them, they can play on another day and maybe wipe the slate clean tomorrow and get a chance in a game three. Well, that's kind of what the baseball is all about, right? Best two out of three is kind of how it needs to be. We sure. love the, the one-game series. It brings so much excitement, but you're right. I think sometimes you could just have a bad day and all of a sudden a great team is just out, boom, one afternoon. Yeah, especially thinking about what Tampa had done during the regular season. Yes, not winning the division, but still 99 wins is nothing to sneeze at. And to have that all just go to the wayside after one game, that would be just tough. So I like this best-of-three format a lot better. Jeff Safford here on ESPN Radio. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for uh, stopping in. Thanks for the outline. Yeah, no problem. More Jeff and uh, more Andrew and more me. Baseball tomorrow. That's our ESPN Roundtable. Uh, Andrew, give people the skinny. What uh, what else we got coming up on ESPN Radio? Because we have the rights to most of these games. So we'll be broadcasting as many of these playoff baseball games as we can. Yeah, we, we got the rights to all of these, actually. Nice. So we'll be... Uh, right after the show, we'll be kicking it over to, I think, should be just about the first pitch of Phillies Marlins, and then we'll hit the same schedule tomorrow. We should be able to get most or all of Rangers Rays game two in before the show, and then we'll kick it over to Phillies Marlins right after the show, because the schedule's the same for all of these series. I know a great many of you listen to this station all the time, so, so whatever's on, you guys are down with it. I know some of you tune in. When this show is on specifically, love you for doing it. But I know there's some of you that maybe are tuning in specifically for these baseball games. And when we come on, you get a little frustrated. I get it. You've been investing your time. You've been listening. You want to know who's going to win, especially when it's like coming down to it. 
So anytime we cut into a game, we'll try to make sure that we give you updates inning by inning and uh, keep you in the loop. Because I, I mean, I know it is frustrating. Like if you, you know, you're coming in and you listen to eight innings of it, and then we get it come in in the ninth. So we'll, we'll do our best, but we appreciate you for listening to ESPN Radio at any and all times throughout the day. But we'll have as many Major League Baseball playoff games for you. We'll also have some fun storylines and some fun conversations tomorrow during the 5 o'clock hour all about uh, the Major League Baseball playoffs. Andrew Houghton, Jeff Safford will chip in uh, with me, Coulter Nuanas. Again, if you want to be a part of the show, 888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests will join us via the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. If you want to stream the show, 1029ESPN.com. Just click on Listen Live and you'll find the stream. And you can always also stream the show on the ESPN uh, MT app. And, of course, you can always watch statewide on SWX Montana Television and listen on the radio around western Montana on 102.9 FM uh, ESPN Missoula. Let's dive into our Prep Extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Here's a look at your uh, scoreboard from uh, last Friday. I, I know I say this every week. We... Uh, as we come down to it, we're going to do a little bit better job of, of just b- at least getting you the basic scores of the games. During our college game day show when the Grizz are at home, I always give you updates on what happened on Friday night, mostly because that's just top of mind. I, I, most likely, I have spent the evening on Twitter <laughs> refreshing and trying to get all the scores because I just I just love high school football. I just think it's so fun. Um, but we'll do a little bit better job of getting some of these scores in a little earlier on because I know by the time Tuesday rolls around, eh, okay. But we want to give you more than just the score. We want to give you what it means. And so that's what we'll do here on this prep scoreboard uh, each Tuesday to lead the show. Around Class AA, Bozeman High kept on rolling. Kellen Harrison's been a revelation, man. He's a great basketball player. That's how he first made his name on the statewide level. He was a first-team All-State guy last year for the Hawks uh, on the hardwood. And I I thought he had big shoes to fill, taking over for Jake Casagrande, who was one of the best quarterbacks in the state, uh, a guy who went to the Shrine game. And then went on to play at Montana Tech. But Harrison's been awesome. And he, uh, again, was great against Billings West. And Bozeman absolutely rolls 44-9. to How about this one, though? This was the surprise score of the weekend. Kalispell Glacier is really good. And since they got bit by Butte at Ranchi Stadium, they've just been steamrolling people. I don't know how many, I don't know how many out there though, thought they were going to steamroll the defending state champs. 56-0. Glacier beats Hell in a capital. Woof. Capitals coming off a 35-0 win over Hell at a high in a crosstown game, but Glacier gives them the business. 56-0. Jackson Presley continues to impress. Uh, he was just money in the bank through four fu- through four touchdowns, excuse me, in the first half, and then rushed for a touchdown in the second half. And uh, Glacier all over Helena Capital. Uh, the most highly contested and uh, most competitive game of the week in Double A. Number three, Butte. They beat number five, Missoula Sentinel, 47-35. So the Bulldogs, they're now 5-1, and one, and they're getting it done in a variety of different ways. And Naranchi Stadium still definitely one of the toughest venues to play in in all the state of Montana. Skyview gets on the board. They beat Great Falls CMR, 17-14. Missoula Big Sky, they blast Missoula Hellgate, 41-0. So Big Sky's back to 500, and they're certainly uh, in the mix as a playoff contender. Bozeman Gallatin, they are continue to be outstanding. 43-0, they beat Great Falls High, so they bounce back from their loss uh, to Bozeman High, which was their first loss of the year, and they uh, they get the donut against Great Falls High and also hang 43 on the board. Helena Capital gets right after, excuse me, Helena High gets right after losing to Helena Capital. They beat Kalispell Flathead, 47-14, and then Billings Senior, uh, they also have a great performance, and they beat Belgrade, 42-14. In Class A, Miles City all over Sydney, 46-0. Whitefish beats Big Fork, 20-16. The upset of the weekend, though, comes with Billings Central beating Lewistown, 10-7. Central scored 10 points in the first quarter and then didn't score again, but they play great defense, and they hold the Golden Eagles to just a touchdown, and Lewistown's winning streak is over. The winning streak reached, I think, 17 games for Fergus County. Uh, Last year's undefeated run through the uh, state playoffs, and then a, a 5-0 and start this year. Uh, but now, uh, Lewistown knocked from the ranks of the unbeaten, as was Corvallis. Dillon stayed red hot. They're also unbeaten. 
And they beat Corvallis 27-12. That was number three versus number four. So Corvallis, first 5-0 start since 1975. Dylan, I can't even tell you how many 5-0 starts they've had over the last 25 years. Zach McCray of Dylan High School, the head coach, he'll join us here in just a little while to talk exactly about uh, that transition or th- that uh, tradition. Class B, Eureka. All the coaches were telling me, watch out for Eureka. Eureka is going to be really good this year. And they are absolutely right. Eureka has been great, and uh, they remain unbeaten with a 40-0 win over Thompson Falls. Malta rolls Conrad 49-13. Three Forks, they are really, really good this year as well. Number six team in Class B. They beat Townsend 46-0. Glasgow gets past Cutbank 28-12. Florence Carlton, they continue their undefeated streak. Uh, I think that they're up to now, I think, 15 or 16 straight wins. They didn't go undefeated last year on the way to the state championship. They actually lost twice. But I think they won seven in a row down the stretch last year. And now they're sitting there, uh, and I believe, 6-0. and So uh, certainly into the double digits at least. I'll confirm that as far as Florence Carlton's win streak. But they, uh, they're they carrying their win streak from the end of last season into this year. And 47-0 over Anaconda. Uh, yet another big win. Manhattan, they beat Big Timber 61-6. to And Missoula Loyola. This Missoula Loyola team, man, they've played so many overtime games the last couple of years, and they play another one, and they hold off Whitehall uh, 23-20 to here uh, in Missoula. In Class C, eight-man, a couple of the uh, impactful scores. Sims beat Sealy Swan 52-14. Valley Christian, they keep rolling. Uh, they're number five in Class C, eight-man. They beat Troy 44-12. to Manhattan Christian drills Sheridan 54-7. to uh, One of the... Uh, there's actually two top 10 teams that lost. Circle kills Plentywood, 72-44. Great offensive effort by uh, Circle. And then Shoto, who's number nine, uh, they lost to Lone Peak, 42-24. Other top 10 teams in action last week in Class C, eight-man. Ennis thumped Deer Lodge, 46-12. Fort Benton handled Harlem, 68-22. And Arlie pounds Plains, 50-6. So there you go. There's a look at your prep scoreboard from the week that was. One of the biggest games in the state, period, and certainly the biggest game in Class A, the last two undefeated teams in the classification, Dillon versus Hamilton. And there's a bunch of ties. Dillon's off to a heck of a good start. They already have wins over Columbia Falls, Frenchtown, and last week, Corvallis. They also beat Whitefish. So they played a really difficult schedule, and they've got it done all the way to this point. Hamilton's also undefeated, and they have some tests coming up. But this will be a, a primetime clash between Dylan and Hamilton. Zach McCray. Well, Prep Extra continues. It's time now for our Coach's Corner, where we highlight various different coaches from around the high school sports world in the state of Montana. And we're joined now by Beaverhead County High School. That's Dylan, for those keeping track. Head football coach, Zach McCray. Coach McCray, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing? Yeah, doing really good. Thanks for having us. We're awfully excited to talk about the bees. Well, first of all, let's talk about that element. I mean, you're a Dylan guy. You played there. You're a great player there. You coached there for a long time. And now you're the head guy there. So just tell people a little bit about just your history in that community and with that football program. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, I re- just really love love the town of Dillon. I love the community that we have. I love the support. So I, I graduated from Dillon in, in 2007 and pursued uh, football and baseball at a junior college uh, just south of Fresno, California. I was there for about a year and a half and then uh, uh, transferred back to the University of Montana in 2009. Um, was actually there uh, with the guy that, that we're playing uh, this week in Bryce Carver. That was his, uh, his freshman year and finished up my playing career at Montana Western and, and coached there a little bit. Was was fortunate enough to get a job teaching it at the high school and then when Rick Nordahl uh, had decided to retire, I, I made my intentions known that I wanted it and I uh, was very thankful to get the support of that. And um, I'm in my sixth year here and uh, I, I don't take that for granted. I, I love coaching here. The, the kids are awesome. Um, and and it's, just, it's just been a really humbling experience uh, to, to follow a long lineage of, of Hall of Fame coaches. So I, I don't take that for granted. And I'm um, just, just humbled to be in the position that I'm in. Well, it's amazing to just think about all the great coaches in Dillon. And, you know, like you mentioned, I mean, you, you sort of come following in the footsteps of 
one of the greatest high school coaches in the history of the state of Montana, any sport, and Terry Thomas. And then Rick Nordahl, who was his right-hand man and in his own right, an awesome high school football coach as well. So, I mean, how do you sort of uh, live up to that? But also, I mean, I'm sure you learn so much from those guys. I know they're both around the community still, too. So, I mean, how much has that, that helped you just having influences like that? Yeah, definitely. So, so thankful to get started off on the right foot to be coached by guys like like Terry Thomas. And, and I think that what's really special about here is a lot of those guys, including, you know, one that's on my staff uh, right now and Brett Carver, mm-hmm. um, they all came in the late late 80s, early 90s, and none of them left. You know, you're, there's also a, a basketball coaching legend in there and Craig Finberg, and, and, and he was he was part of the, the Froshmore staff when I was coming through. So, you know, all the way back to 2007, I I was coached by our current defensive coordinator. You know, I I just don't think that you get a lot of that consistency in a lot of programs. And so having the same guys there each and every year that are are building on the success of the past um, was was tremendously beneficial. And then, yeah, like I said, learning from a guy like like Terry Thomas uh, is just – you know, you just try to be a sponge, and especially I was coaching basketball with him there towards the end of his career, and you just try to soak up everything that you can, how he deals with uh, X's and O's to how he de- how he deals with program culture, and you just sit there and soak it up because you know you don't, you're not going to have it forever. And then to follow Rick Nordahl, who in his short stint, you know, I, I, I don't know if you could find a, a more successful coach than, uh, than, than his record and his state championships and the, and the amount of years that he coached. And so when I got it, uh, I kind of had the mentality, go wreck the Ferrari and, and keep the good things going. Well, it is an awesome dynamic. Jack McCray, head coach at Beaverhead County High School. That's Dylan joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's our Coach's Corner as part of our Prep Extra as we make our way around the high school football world here uh, on this Tuesday. Uh, you mentioned that you, you, know, you were in that class of 2007, and I was thinking about that class recently because uh lewistown fergus county this last year they had the great run where they won state in both football and basketball and went undefeated in both and that was the first time since i think your group did it in 2007 so i was just thinking about that history but that that's a big part of it too right is just the, the success that begets the success there in dylan right i mean it, there's a high expectation and kids around that town they know that playing for the beavers is a big deal and that there's so much winning tradition there. So, I mean, how, should, how much does that help you to sort of solidify the foundation of your program? Yeah, I, you know, I couldn't agree more. And, I, and, you know, reflecting back to some of those years, got to be fortunate to be part of some some really well-coached, high-quality high athletes' teams. And and to go undefeated in, in basketball and, and football that year is, is something pretty special. But, you know, one of the things that I took from Coach Thomas is, I, I just remember how hard the practices were and, and not that they were berating us, but I never felt like we were any good. I, like practices were too hard to think about where you fit with everybody else. And I think that mentality of just going back to work regardless every day, we were fortunate enough and, and you got to have some breaks and some big games. Everybody knows that. Um, some of them you make and some of them, you know, just kind of happen. But we were fortunate enough to go unbeaten there. Uh, and, and that was just uh, unbelievable. It's fun reflecting on it. It's certainly fun talking with some of the guys that, that I got to go through it with. But the expectation of, of being successful is, is something that's ingrained into these athletes from a, from a young age. You know, we're, we're active in the middle school. I, I remember coming up and watching those guys on Friday nights at Vigilante Field. I mean, I, I thought they were gods. Yeah, were totally. Yeah. To, to, be able to, to be able to watch somebody in a, in a Vegas gold helmet um, where, the, you know, the jerseys, there's, there's not a lot of flash in them. Every once in a while we put a stripe on them, but it was just – I mean, you looked at those guys like they were your heroes, and then you got up here and you were wearing the jersey, and you just knew that you were going in, the, in with the strength of a whole bunch of Dylan Beavers. And so we still have that consistency here. It's, um, we, we grind every day to make sure that we understand that it's important uh, that we wear DV across our chest, that, that when we're in the community that we're, we're the Dylan Beavers and that means something. And so we hold ourselves to that standard every day, and uh, we're, we're just chasing, uh, trying to get back that championship. Well, you've run the gauntlet already. you got some impressive wins. Uh, knocked off Columbia Falls in week two, and then a resounding win over Whitefish after Whitefish was coming off of a big-time win as well. And then last week, 
knocked Corvallis from the ranks of the unbeaten. Uh, the Blue Devils off to their best start since 1975, but they lost 27-12 to Dillon last week, which sets up this week's big-time showdown between uh, Dillon and Hamilton. We'll get to that in a minute. But, Coach, what's been the keys to your guys' success these last couple weeks? You guys have been playing really well. Yeah, and not to, not to take it back to a ton of coach speak, but, you know, we got guys that have done this for a while. We got we got the heart of our uh, heart of our team in T. Christensen, a quarterback. We got receivers and, and linemen that have that have been part of this for a couple years, and so there's a lot of experience there. Uh, th- this started in the summer. Our, our guys do a tremendous job of lifting and, and being part of our leadership academy in the summer, and so – we, we just we just try to go to work every day. I think that we got a bunch of coaches that love coaching, and we got a bunch of kids that that are humble about how they take coaching, and and they're so driven. And so, you know, each week presents its own challenges. Certainly, this week we got an enormous challenge. Um, but we just try to stay where our feet are. We try to stay in the moment. Um, we knew that Corvallis was was going to be a, a challenging opponent. They're big and physical. You know, they were obviously very excited. We played in front of a packed house uh, on their homecoming. We survived a little early, uh, a little early adversity and, and getting a safety and then giving up a field goal. But I mean, just to stick with the process and, and trust trust what you're doing in practice to lead you through it. And you know, we got guys making big plays out there, and so it's. It's really just felt like a whirlwind to, to think that Columbia Falls was, was almost three, four weeks ago because as soon as we were done with Columbia Falls, we were playing a motivated Frenchtown team and then a motivated Whitefish team that, like you said, just came off an enormous win against Sea Falls. And then to go to Corvallis with all that momentum, um, you know, it, it has presented uh, just a, it's, it's hard to look back and it's hard to look forward because the, the challenges in front of us are, are, are incredible. Well, let's talk about then this week's matchup. You mentioned it. Uh, you got a guy with Dylan ties, of course. Bryce Carver, a great Dylan Beaver once upon a time that went on to play with the Montana Grizzlies, and he's done a heck of a job there at Hamilton High School. And uh, the Bronx and the Beavers, uh, two of the last remaining undefeated teams in the state, period, any classification. So uh, just break this one down for us, Coach. Uh, what are going to be the keys for your squad uh, on Friday night? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a fun matchup. You know, knowing Bryce as, as well as we do, he, he does such a good job over there. He, he's got them excited to play. They're, they're playing big and physical. He's obviously established himself as one of the best coaches in Montana. I mean, he, he consistently rolls out talented, fundamental, well-coached teams. And so, you know, give all the praise to him. Um, but in the last couple of years, uh, we, we don't like losing to these guys. Uh, and so we're, we're excited for this one. Um, I actually have his dad, Brett Carver, is our old line coach, right. uh, and so th- so that adds a that adds a, a different element to it. But um, certainly in the summer, we enjoy golfing together and 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 having a good time. But but this week it, it's all business, and um, we're excited for the challenge there. They got 22 seniors on the roster. They are as big and physical up front as anybody that, that we've seen so far. I'm, I'm guessing they're going to lean on their run game a little bit. And, and they're just really well coached. And so, you know, the keys will just be to play four quarters and understand that um, whether we whether we start really well or whether we have some adversity, that, that this is a four-quarter game. We just got to keep slugging and throwing punches. Well, amazing how uh, competitive the Southwestern A remains. And even with Corvallis in the mix, now all of a sudden you got a whole bunch of good teams uh, in the Southwestern A. Zach McCray, Dylan High School, joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now. It's our Prep Extra, presented by Farmer's State Bank. Zach's our coach's corner this week. Dylan Hamilton, Friday night, a couple of the last undefeated Class A teams left. Coach, we appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. We'll catch up with you down the road, but the best of luck this week. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having us, and go Beefs. Should be a fun one. I must uh, correct myself. I said this is the class between the last two unbeaten teams in Class A. That's not true. Billing Central is also still undefeated after they beat Lewistown, knocking the Golden Eagles from the ranks of the undefeated. So three undefeated teams in Class A. And we're going to have two after Friday night because two of them play each other. Southwestern A, man, really, really competitive. I know Frenchtown is uh, not as good as they have been the last couple years, but the Bronx are always going to be competitive. They're always going to be in the mix, and when they're good, they're always going to be true contenders to to make playoff runs. Dillon, powerhouse program, always going to be good. Hamilton, powerhouse program, always going to be good. But if Corvallis is also up in there, now all of a sudden, that league is just a a war every Friday night, and uh, it's been impressive to watch both Dillon and Hamilton navigate 
their way to get to this point. Hamilton still has to play Corvallis, whereas Dylan has them in the rear view. Uh, Dylan actually finishes with two non-conference games after this week. So uh, we'll get more clarity in the Class A picture uh, as time marches on. We'll take a look at the AA ranks, our Class AA Vertical Rays Player of the Week. Pete Hamill in studio next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Jim would be so proud of you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) We've been doing hip-hop history all year long because this, here in 2023, actually in August, was the 50th anniversary of hip-hop in America. Our great friend and great contributor on the show and the co-host of College Game Day with me before each Grizz game, Rajim Seabrook. He's a font of information, an encyclopedia when it comes to hip-hop history, and uh, he loves himself some most deaf, so good choice. Thanks. Um, I want to be friends with Rajim. Like, I come Everybody see, wants to be friends with I Rajim. I see you guys at the booth <laughs> out there, and you never really like give me the full introduction, but I wish you would, because I think that Rajim is uh, one of the smartest, most talented, most interesting people you have on the show. So <laughs> Definitely. Sh- shout man. out, Rajim. Tons of respect. Man, let's, let's be friends. Love having Raj on the show. Uh, Pete Hamill in studio with us here. Uh, on Nuanas now. Uh, Raji will be back on Friday, so we'll uh, we'll go all the way around the wide world of sports uh, in uh, in and outside the state of Montana uh, while he's on, so that will be fun as always. Pete Hamill from Vertical Rays. Each week we give away our Vertical Rays uh, Class AA Player of the Week. If you're watching on TV or on the app, these are the trophies. These are pretty cool. They are cool. Uh, thanks to the uh, the folks down at uh, All-American Trophy, Randy and Jacqueline and the crew. Uh, these are awesome. Uh, this is the one that we got made that Pete had made for Quade Ash from Bozeman High School, who was our uh, AA Player of the Week a couple weeks ago. Was that last week? I'm yep. time traveling. Last yeah, last week. week coming out of the Bozeman-Gallatin game. Crazy. It seems like that was forever ago and yesterday all at the same time. So we'll get this to Quade uh, in short order. It's going out tomorrow, Quade. But we'll be doing this uh, all football season long. Uh, so I like the way that the, we're formulating these things. First of all, you got to tell me, you went to Great Falls, right? You, you've been all over the state lately. Yeah. Uh, we, we were thinking about rebranding this segment, uh, uh, just the Coulter and Pete Pizza Hour. <laughs> <laughs> Reviews of pizza, because he claims the best pizza in Montana is in Glasgow. I, I, I got to take his word for it, because I've only been to Glasgow twice in my whole life. Uh, but you were up in uh, Great Falls, and of course you were texting me pizza reviews. Yeah, so uh, all the credit, to be fair, goes to goes to Krista Redpath, who Great Falls finest, yeah, Great who, Falls native, who cultivated my Great Falls culinary tour. Uh, she made me go to How- she sent me to Howard's Pizza. I thought that Howard's was really good, um, very similar to what Eugene's does, like the cracker thin crust. Um, nice. Maybe not not as well executed, but very good. Um, probably like a six and a half from me, but that, I'm a I'm a real tough pizza critic. So thanks, Krista, for. Um, for the recommendation, she sent me to a place called Bori's also for dinner mm, that, was nice. not, that was not as good. But what were you doing up there? Just just we making were fundraising for University of Providence. Oh, cool! Um, their wrestling team and great wrestling um, team. Yeah, their basketball teams and and we actually did all of their winter sports coming up. So um, yeah, that's why I was out there. It's been interesting to watch just the evolution because it was the University of Great Falls for a while, then they went to Providence and they hired uh, some pretty big names. I mean, Doug Hashley was a all time great basketball player in this state. Uh, guy that was. The all-time league rebounder when his career finished uh, at Montana State. 
They hired Steve Keller, which was one of the great coups in the Frontier Conference, period. I mean, Coach Keller's won, I don't know, four digits worth of games between his time as a high school and a college coach. So getting him from Montana Western to go up there was interesting. And, and uh, you know, Providence has some some distinct advantages. They're really good at wrestling. They're great in hockey. It's a it's an interesting athletic department they got going there, and they do a great job recruiting local kids and stuff. So I'm glad you're uh, glad you're involved with yeah, them. Yeah, and speaking of recruiting, it was cool because um, they also have a girls wrestling program. Mm, yeah, right. And one of the first college ones in the state, right? And one of the most prominent high school girls wrestling programs in the country is in the state of Hawaii. Mm. So. All these girls walk in on the Providence wrestling team, and they've all already done vertical raise because half of them are from Hawaii, and right. I did it for all of them when they were in high school. So all these girls from Lahaina Luna and Baldwin, and um, it was fun. Lots of Alohas, lots of Chihus. It was fun. Love it. Well, uh, vertical raise, great way to raise money for your organization, and it's a high priority on high school and collegiate uh, sports. So if you have a, a team or a program that needs help, VerticalRays.com. Uh, Who are some of our primary candidates this week for our Class AA Player of the Week? Guy we already talked about is at the top of the list. He already got the award in week one. Jackson Presley up at Glacier uh, threw for four touchdowns, ran for another touchdown all in the first half, and uh, Glacier smashed capital 56 to nothing. The, um, Jackson Presley, because of the offense that Glacier runs, and and also his talent. He's going to be like one of the candidates pretty much every week. Yeah, that's what I said when we gave it to him. Yeah, is, right. is this is a guy that's going to be nominated more than once. Um, but yeah, Jackson is... I mean, he threw four touchdowns in the first half and rushed it, touchdown in the second half. 56 nothing over the Fang State champs. Pretty darn good. Yep. Um, Butte got a huge win. Uh, Bo Damaris was huge. Ran for three, threw for one. Um, Butte knocked off Sentinel, took control of the West. Good job, Butte. Uh, Skyview got another win. Shout out to the whole team. Quinn Clark at Gallatin, what, uh, threw for a touchdown, kicked a field goal, and caught a touchdown. Turns out Quinn Clark is kind of talented. That's why he's going to the Big Ten. Yeah. Good job, Quinn. Uh, Carter Craft back on the board, threw for two, ran for two. Um, Helena High got back on track. And then... Uh, Jalen Rosas over at Senior ran for 275 yards and four touchdowns in a monster game. Um, Player of the Week, though, I think we decided we are going to give to uh, a kid over a Big Sky. And as as you're a Big Sky alum, the only appropriate thing to do is pass it off to you. So tell us who we got. Joey Sandberg, the uh, running back and two-way player there for the Eagles. Uh, He had over 200 yards rushing against Hellgate. uh, Had a a long touchdown run and... uh, it's not only just that performance against Hellgate in a crosstown game, but it's also just been uh, his consistency uh, all year long. Here he is, six games in, and he's already got 814 yards rushing, which is the top in the state all class. He's averaging 135 yards per game. He's got five 100-yard games in six games, so that's pretty darn impressive. And he scored seven touchdowns, averaging seven yards per carry. So he's been really, really good. Uh, for the Big Sky Eagles. It, it's funny because Big Sky has this long-standing and almost like unbreakable reputation as this defensive team, run the football. So they're always going to have pro- prolific running backs, but they have like a, a powerhouse offense. I mean, they're scoring points this year. Uh, they, they've scored a lot of points in a lot of games, even the games that they've lost. They have really good talent. I mean, Colter Ramos also one of the leading receivers in the state too. So uh, good job by Coach Johnson and the crew because they have uh, certainly modernized the offense and they've kept the the sort of chip-on-your-shoulder defensive attitude as well. And they got some kids, too. Like you said, Colter Ramos is is really good, and I've been impressed every time I watch Big Sky play. Um, yeah, and then, you know, to have a, a guy that's leading the state in rushing go for 200 yards and, and um, had a really big game, and, and they won that again. So it's nice to see Big Sky back on track. Congratulations, Joey Sandberg, our Vertical Rays Class AA Player of the Week. Uh, text in from a loyal listener. I hope he's still listening. He said, I can't believe you guys are disparaging Bori's on live radio. It's definitely <laughs> the best restaurant in the state. <laughs> Nick also says, best pizza in the state, though, the Powder Keg in Fairview, Montana. I haven't been, it. but I will go. Look, I'm not trying to disparage Bori's. No. Um, I was just led to believe it was going to be exceptional, and I did not find it to be exceptional. I'm sure that plenty of people do. The service was awesome, um, and it wasn't bad. It just wasn't. All I thought it would. Well, I, I gotta go. I gotta go, so I can give my own two cents. But uh, thanks for the text, Nick. Appreciate you <laughs> for listening in. And uh, it'll be fun to watch how this all plays out. Because you know, at first when the sometimes I feel like I know that I'm getting old when I'm like the get off my lawn guy. Oh, there shouldn't be all these teams in the playoffs. Yeah. I do think it's a little bit f- more fun though. 
when I was in high school, the first couple years I was in high school, only four teams made the playoffs. That was too few. Because you basically just had to be one. I mean, you had to go like eight and two to make the playoffs. And, you know, any injury or anything that could derail your season, you couldn't get there. Then they expanded to eight. That seemed like a a pretty good number. But the one eight game would always always just be this total blowout. Now it's 12, but you have like teams getting buys. And so you can have, it gives way more teams in double A something to play for. And then like a team like Big Sky, if they keep playing well, they get a couple more wins. They could get a playoff home game and then win a playoff game. And then they got a little momentum. That's what you need if you're going to actually go pull an upset. I agree. It's a double-edged sword. Um, right. You know, the regular season has to matter. Yep. So it can't be too many, but I like seeing teams in there get a win when it was unexpected. And, and like you said, momentum helps build the program, and um, 12's probably the right number for for now. Um I don't know, man. Hockey playoffs are way too many. <laughs> I think baseball playoffs are too few because my Mariners missed it by a game, geez. so I wish there was a couple more. Well, and they've even done a little bit of expansion totally. when it comes to that uh, as well. Uh, your upcoming AA slate, Thursday, uh, Great Falls High versus Billings West, a couple teams that are actually probably fighting for that similar sort of position, those first-round playoff games. Flathead is at Glacier, so that's a crosstown game. Or I guess they're at each other. It's, it's at Legend Stadium, of course, up there in Kalispell. Bozeman, CMR. Helena High versus Sentinel, which is interesting, especially because Sentinel uh, coming off this loss to Butte and Helena High coming off a win. So that's actually one with some ramifications. Capital Big Sky will also be uh, an interesting one. Skyview versus Senior in a little Magic City crosstown action. Uh, Belgrade plays Gallatin. Hellgate plays Butte. And uh, that's your double-A slate for this uh, upcoming weekend. Vertical Rays sponsoring our Class AA Player of the Week each week. Joey Sandberg, Missoula Big Sky, again, our winner uh, this week. Vertical Rays doing all sorts of great stuff. Uh, anything else you got cooking? What's coming up with Vertical Rays? Uh, winter sports are, are on the docket, trying to put that winter calendar together. So if you're in a winter sport and you need to raise a little bit of money for your program, give us a call. Um, club hockey teams i'm talking to you i know that's an expensive sport to play so um hit us up we would love to help this is easy concept these guys help you get in touch with everybody you know and anybody and everybody that you know that might want to give you a little uh, money to help out the cause they can get you in touch with them visit verticalraise.com hit them up on facebook instagram or uh, just get a hold of them directly pete hamill from vertical raise will join us uh each tuesday here on nuanas now thanks for being here man yeah man thanks for having me what's your game of the week Oh, man, game of the week. I, I Honestly, I think I'm leaning towards Helena High Sentinel or Capital versus Big Sky because I, I like think that both. there's big ramifications in both of those. That Thursday game is a good game, too. It's a, It definitely is. Great Falls High uh, Billings West is a good one, too, for sure. It's a it's a, it's a a contender or pretender game for Big Sky, though. Like If they could go knock off Capital, all of a sudden, whoa, the Eagles are actually right there in the mix. It's also a huge bounce-back game for Capital after getting goose-egged against uh, Glacier. they got to come back in a big way. That's a really good point. Yeah, um, that is a make-it-or-break-it game for Big Sky. You want some free sandwiches? Tagliari Tuesday, every Tuesday here on Nuanas Now. Tag has great Italian-style goods, pastas, pasta sauces, olive oils, all that great stuff, but it's the sandwiches that keep you coming back for more. They got two different locations now. One, the OG location right there, Beckwith and Higgins, and the new location in the first floor of the Cognizant Building on Wyoming Street right in the Sawmill District. You want some sandwiches? Call us right now. We got 25 bucks for you. Two Tagliari, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call number four, 25 bucks to Tagliari. Tag Tuesday, each Tuesday here on Nuanas Now. Treasure State Stars with a little prep golf flavor. Next, keep it right here, ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio Missoula. Talk about disappointed. I, I've gotten tickets, oh, we, myself and my fiance, have gotten tickets multiple times for Rainbow Kitten Surprise, and they had to cancel the last couple times they were coming to Missoula. I really want to see them. <laughs> and so I hope everything can smooth itself out, work itself out, but we'll keep listening to them on the radio machine uh, in the meantime. Welcome back to Honest Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. And the ESPN MT app. It's time now for our Treasure State Stars. It's presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Treasure State Star number one. How about Billing Skyview Senior Ty Boone? 
I just can't believe how many of these big-time golf tournaments have been coming all the way down the wire and coming down to playoffs. I don't, I don't really get nervous doing much of anything. Obviously, I, I sit here and bloviate and talk to myself on the radio for hours at a time every day. But if you if you ever been into golf, played golf, if you're serious about golf and you have a certain level of skill in golf, you, you certainly know that there's an element of nerves. Maybe being nervous isn't the right word, but certainly there's pressure that comes with certain situations. And even just me, you know, playing against my buddies and my brother or whatever for 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever it might be. I can't imagine being in a playoff situation in a tournament and keeping it all together, especially when you're a high school student. But that's what's happened lately. I mean, several of these golf tournaments have come down all the way to the wire, including the Class AA uh, Boys Championship at Lake Hills Golf Club in Billings. And Ty Boone, after a two-hole playoff, he emerged as the victor. First of all, the kid was down four strokes entering the final round on Friday, and he goes out and shoots a 68, which was the best round of the tournament. First-day leader Sam England finished his round of 72 about 20 minutes later, and uh, that that forced the playoff as both of them were sitting there uh, tied at uh, 142. So England shot 70 day one. And uh, Boone shot 74 day one, but then a 68 makes Boone the leader in the clubhouse. Englund comes in at even par 72, so they're both tied. And uh, then on the first playoff hole, they're both feeling a little bit. They both bogeyed it, uh, which was the ninth hole, so then they went on to hole 18, and Boone nails a putt, and Englund barely lips out. And so Ty Boone, the uh, Class AA Boys State Golf Champion, Cade McDonough, who was one of the favorites, his illustrious career ends with a third-place finish, but no shame in that. Uh, he certainly was very good uh, as well, and uh, he has a bright future there going to the University of Utah to play uh, for the Utes. Boone told the Billings Gazette, this is my record tournament round for sure. I didn't really think about it till now, but this is definitely the best round I've ever played. <laughs> That's awesome. I think that the key to that is that he didn't think about it till right after the round. That's how you keep it together and shoot a 68. So good job by Ty Boone. He's our Treasure State star uh, number one. Treasure State star number two, uh, although Sam Anglin did lose in the playoffs, the Kalispell Glacier boys, they take the AA championship home. That's their first team championship in golf uh, since 2012. They held off Missoula Sentinel. They were uh, five stroke five strokes better, excuse me, than Sentinel, and ten strokes better than Big Sky. So Glacier, the AA Boys champion. Trying to say star number three, Billings seniors Kenzie Walsh. She has had a decorated high school career, but she's been overshadowed a little bit by her crosstown rival Bella Johnson. But Walsh, as a senior, goes out on top. She shot 151 over the two day tournament. Uh, she uh, shot a second day 73. So 78-73, which was pretty darn good. And uh, Johnson, who was the two-time reigning AA champion out of Billings West, she uh, came in at 153. So uh, Kenzie Walsh wins the AA title by two strokes. Bella Johnson second, and Becca Washington was third. In Class A, our Thursday star number four, Hunter Emerson. He goes 71-73 up in Shelby. So 144 the total. And he wins by one stroke for Polson. Uh, so impressive by him. And Polson also won the boys' team title. And then our Treasure State star number five, Katie Lewis. She has been unbelievably consistent for the Frenchtown Bronx. She's won pretty much every tournament that she's played in during her high school career. Which, I mean, you could be so good at golf. And you still are only going to win what? Well, Tiger Woods is, is I mean, is it is it? It's not too much to say he's the greatest golfer of all time, right? He's definitely the greatest golfer of the modern generation. He's, the, I believe, tied for the winningest golfer of all time. He and Sam, Sam Snead are the only two guys to win over 80 tournaments. I can't remember if Tiger actually surpassed Snead for all-time victories, but they're the only two that have won 80. But I think if you did the percentages, Tiger Woods has probably won by 20 to 25% of the PGA events that he's played in. So to win pretty much every tournament you, you play in, Crazy. And Katie Lewis capped it with a final round 69 to win the uh, Class A girls title by 12 full strokes. So dominant uh, by the Frenchtown uh, senior, Katie Lewis. Trevor State star number six. How about Ben Perrin? We've talked about him a lot on this show. He's a great distance runner from up there in the Flathead. And he's running at Montana State. He's only a redshirt junior in cross country. 
Your eligibility in track and field and cross country varies because you can redshirt at different times because it's different seasons. You got cross country, you got indoor, you got outdoor. Perrin in cross country still has this year and next year. So he's got uh, high potential, but he placed 11th at the prestigious Joe Pian Notre Dame Invitational in South Bend last week. And that helped Montana State to a ninth place finish. And this had some of the best cross country teams in the country there. Uh, Perrin. Uh, it's his second time winning the uh, the Men's Cross Country Athlete of the Week honor. And he's also the third Bobcat to win it so far this cross country season. So uh, Montana State Cross Country continues rolling right along. Charter State Stars presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. A couple of these young men we already talked about during our vertical raise double uh, A player of the week because they were other candidates. So we'll roll through this real quick here. Jackson Presley, quarterback from Kalispell Glacier, five total touchdowns in their win over Helena Capital. Bo Maris from Butte High, he rushed for three touchdowns and threw a score as Butte beat Sentinel. Quinn Clark from Bozeman Gallatin threw a touchdown, caught a touchdown, and kicked a field goal uh, as they rolled up Great Falls High. And Jalen Rosas from Billing Cedar, 275 yards on the ground and four rushing touchdowns. So all four of those AA guys were certainly candidates for our uh, AA Player of the Week this week. A couple smaller school performers. Deegan Teft, as I think how you say it, Powered his way to five touchdowns for Miles City. They beat Sydney 46-0. Key Christensen, who you heard Zach McRae talk about there, he's the quarterback for Dillon High School. He threw three long touchdown passes and then also had a one-yard run to help the Beavers outlast Corvallis as uh, Dillon remained undefeated and Corvallis suffered their first loss. Logan Hopman, he ran for four scores, including three straight in the third quarter to help Flint Creek pass Cascade. And then uh, a late addition, thanks to the boys in the back for throwing this on here, Alfredo Villa and Connor Schultz of the Missoula Paddleheads. Villa was named the Pioneer League Pitcher of the Year on Monday. How about these stats? 13-1 and with a 2.86 ERA and 129 strikeouts. Became the first pitcher since Ricardo Rodriguez in 2000 to win the Pioneer League Triple Crown. Schultz was the other starting pitcher selected to the PBL All-Star team. So a couple guys who are outstanding on the bump all summer long for the Missoula Paddleheads, rounding out our Treasure State Stars. Presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Hour one, the Bucks. Hour two coming at you. We got football, we got football, and we got some more Grizz. We'll give you the uh, first look. At UC Davis, we'll hear from Chris Chitavitsky, the Grizz soccer coach, and we'll hear from Ronald Jackson, a corner for the University of Montana football team. That's all next. Keep it right here. You want us now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 